0: Welcome to The Professional Edge. My name is C. Todd, tax attorney, CPA, and certified financial planner. We're talking about protecting your assets. And one of the main assets we need to protect that we ended last session with was your IRA account or your 401k account. That's your largest financial asset that most of our listeners here on The Professional Edge have. And we want to make sure that we're protecting that for the family who actually earned that. Now, if you've named your spouse as being the primary beneficiary and that spouse would survive you, they roll that over into their rollover IRA. And now they, unfortunately or fortunately, they get remarried. But we got to make sure who the primary beneficiary on that account is going to be. And a lot of times we're seeing through the review of documents, second marriages, marriages later in life, that the new spouse is the primary beneficiary and that um, we're now relying on the whims and caprice of the new spouse to make sure that they leave that money back to the original family that earned that. Well, that's not protecting your assets. That's hoping. That's, uh, you know, making a prayer that it's going to happen. Well, hope is not a plan. So therefore, why don't we structure this properly for you and being a tax attorney we can draft the legal document in which we need to um do that so therefore we can draft a designated beneficiary trust name that trust as being the primary beneficiary on your ira and even on your active 401k so it's not specifically just for iras and therefore when you pass away being the ira account holder it does go for the benefit of your surviving spouse but when your surviving spouse gets remarried, that spouse cannot name the new spouse as being the primary beneficiary. But you, the original account holder, follow me, can now ultimately control the distribution of your IRA or your 401k. And I will tell you about 98% of our listeners here on the Professional Edge only have named their spouse as being the primary beneficiary and the kids are the contingent beneficiary but that fails to protect that ira or even that 401k because when the first spouse passes away that surviving spouse elects a spousal rollover into their ira account and now they get to name a new primary beneficiary So if that is startling to you and you want to make sure guarantee that your children will inherit your 401k the only way again the only way that you are going to guarantee that your children are going to receive the balance of that IRA account upon surviving spouses passing is to have a designated beneficiary trust as being the primary beneficiary on that account. So again if you want to make sure and protect your assets that's what we're focusing on here is protecting your assets that's not a creditor um, the creditor is that new spouse so think about that for a second that new spouse could a actually inherit and take your entire 401k now I know if I'm driving down the road right now I'm looking at my spouse next to me and I'm saying that's not gonna happen so the only way it can't happen, and they may say, well, you know, that's not going to happen. I'm not going to meet Romeo or he's not going to meet Juliet. But you know what? Let's not leave it to chance. Let's protect your assets. And the only way you can protect your assets is to do some planning up front to make sure it's all taken care of. And to start that conversation, give our office a call at six. 8- That number again, 877-654-9798. Let's turn to life insurance. A lot of us also have life insurance, group insurance in our employer's workplace. And we also may have an individual policy laying around, may have some uh, historical policies, as I call them that the parents have started this policy out at five dollars a month and we've had this policy for 35 plus years and there's a death benefit and lo and behold there's also a cash value but you gotta understand that policy um when the death benefits played you are not going to get the death benefit and the cash value at the same time so does it make financial sense to continue to pay those premiums because the premiums you pay Are not going to be returned back so therefore the cash out value at date of death is going to be the death benefit it won't be the combination of the two so actually the insurance company is not on the hook for that much in a lot of our analysis that we do on these quote uh, historical policies so if you have one of those historical policies and you have a large cash value and it doesn't really um, have a large death benefit in comparison There's some things we can do to assist you to, again, protect your assets because the insurance company is not going to cut a check for both values. They're only going to cut a check for the death benefit. So therefore, um, basically, the insurance company is returning your own money. So that doesn't make much financial sense. And that's not a way to protect your assets, meaning your assets are not actually growing or earning a good rate of return. So turning to the life insurance beneficiary, um, let's call it a half a million dollars. Most of us uh, have never received a lump sum of $500,000. So how do we protect those assets if there's a surviving spouse, the one that is not financially astute? Well, the insurance company, number one, is going to incentivize the uh, death benefit to remain at their company. They don't want to pay it out. They don't want to lose that capital. And therefore, they will incentivize with some interest, a little bit higher than banks, to keep it in a passbook checking account, basically. And you can draw um, checks and distributions from that. There are no distribution rules with respect to the insurance beneficiary. So, what do we do with that? Well, let's structure it so that surviving spouse, if they're not financially astute, has that placed in trust. Okay, why are we going to place that in trust? Because now it is creditor proof. We um, can have a lawsuit for the surviving spouse, and this is not an asset for the surviving spouse to lose in the claims of that litigation. So that's another thing how we might want to structure this lump sum it's paid to a trust it's for the benefit of the surviving spouse but then um, the surviving spouse creditors can not attach it that's number one <clears throat> excuse me but number two is the surviving spouse again doesn't have control of that asset to leave to the new spouse and Again, we have to plan down the road because we have life longevity. We're expected to live in our 80s. And if someone passes away in 50, there is probably a high probability that that person is going to find a new spouse. So in order to guarantee that those life insurance proceeds are going to go down to the children of that first marriage, the only way you can structure that is to name a trust as being the primary beneficiary on that life insurance policy. The policy proceeds are paid to the trust. The trust has terms and conditions to provide for the surviving spouse. Don't want to leave them destitute. But then the surviving spouse cannot leave these proceeds to a new spouse or anyone you don't have a conversation with and and agree on who's going to be the beneficiary, meaning the kid's in equal shares when the surviving spouse passes away and that's the kids of the first marriage so again this is asset protection to make sure that these assets go to the right individuals at the right time and in order to do that you have to structure things properly again the ira probably need a designated beneficiary as the or a DBT, as we call it at Estate Management Counselors, that's the Designated Beneficiary Trust, as being the primary beneficiary on your 401k or IRA account. If it's not a large 401k or IRA, probably don't necessarily need this because the surviving spouse is probably going to need it in to survive. So again, if you have a, a half a million dollar or more IRA or 401k, this is a wake-up call and again to start a conversation on how to protect your life insurance beneficiary and also your IRA beneficiary so those funds go to the proper beneficiary meaning the children of the first marriage then give our office call at 877-654-9798 that number again 877-654-9798 now in putting this planning together and protecting your assets what we've done is actually combined your complete estate plan, that is a revocable living trust or a will, a financial power of attorney, a last will and testament, uh, a advanced health care directive. We put that together. Then we've also put together your retirement plan, meaning A, your accumulation to make sure you're on track, and then also your distribution plan to make sure that you're not going to run out of money before you run out of time. And then the final thing, the tax plan, which is also part of protecting your assets, we put that together as the bundle and that is an excellent opportunity to get all this stuff done at once. It's all coordinated and we at estate management counselors welcome the opportunity to have a conversation on this. But if you want more information on the bundle putting your estate plan your retirement plan and your tax plan together visit emcthebundle.com that is echo mary charlie the bundle.com so back to asset protection and what we're talking about is um, how do we protect our stock portfolio well we've had um, some record highs so what about that IRA that has half a million dollars you're not planning on taking the distribution till age 72 Um, that's your tax plan Um, the individual sitting around the table at McDonald's drinking coffee they sort of share their advice and the elder of that council is sharing that what his strategy was and his was 70 and a half yours is now 72 so we're gonna wait and do that that might not be the best tax strategy for example in 2020 the required minimum distribution was suspended which meant that you are not required to take a required minimum distribution but a lot of our clients actually did take a distribution in 2020. You scratch your head saying, hmm, why is that? Well, it's part of the tax plan protecting your assets because we all understand that a required minimum distribution cannot be converted to a Roth IRA But, therefore, since there was no required minimum distribution, we did take a required minimum distribution and just convert it over to the Roth. Because on a normal year, when you're required, you got to take the required minimum distribution and then if you want to contribute any to a Roth, meaning a Roth conversion, you have to take an additional distribution. That doesn't make a lot of tax sense, but man, last year the door flew open for a lot of our clients. And therefore, they did take the required minimum distribution and converted that to a Roth, especially our older clients. So you got to think and say, wow, did that 1-800 firm I'm working with, did they give me a call and structure and protect my assets this way? Probably not. Did my broker um, call me and structure my transaction like this? Probably not. Again, because this is tax planning. And being a tax attorney and a CPA, we do assist our clients at Estate Management Counselors with tax planning as it coordinates with their estate planning and also with their financial management. And again, if you like what you're hearing and you want to investigate whether it makes sense to change who you're working with, do give our office a call at 877-654-9798. That number again, 877-654-9798. My name's Sean Todd, tax attorney, CPA, and certified financial planner, host here on The Professional Edge. I appreciate you listening in.
1: We've all thought about it. Everyone listening will need one. Not having one can cause untold heartache, family conflict escalating to the point of a lawsuit, one simple thing that avoids all that, an effective estate plan. As a practicing tax attorney, Seen Todd with Estate Management Counselors has completed over 1,000 estate plans during his 15 years of professional practice. He can help you implement an effective estate plan, coordinate your financial accounts, and make sure you have named the proper beneficiaries to maximize your tax savings. Call 877-654-9798 today and let tax attorney Sean Todd help you implement an effective estate plan. Call 877-654-9798 today. As a tax attorney, CPA, for over 15 years, Sean Todd has implemented over 1,000 individual estate plans. He has recently authored an especially helpful guide, How to Unlock the Ultimate Estate Plan. This guide has helped many individuals to understand the benefits of an estate plan and how to avoid unintended disasters. Sean has made every attempt to write this in plain English. To receive this valuable guide, How to Unlock the Ultimate Estate Plan, call 1-877-654-9798 and request your complimentary copy today or by emailing your request to info at emcadvisors.net.